Hi everyone, and welcome to another Sauntering Podcast with me, Paul White. And today I'm really excited because we're going to do something that I've not done before on this podcast, and that is I was in just recently last week in the Republic of Ireland, and I was with some good friends and some guests appeared at the door and we began to talk and they are involved in planting a church in a small fairly rural community on the west coast of Ireland called Bundoran and as we were talking I thought you know what this is so helpful and I'm sure there are other people who would love to have their insight and just the kind of be able to listen to this conversation and so I said to these guys do you mind if I record it and so I stuck my phone on the table and we just recorded the conversation as it unfolded and you'll also hear so you'll hear Matt and Jules Tuttleby Um, Jules is from Glasgow Matt's from Ireland you'll hear Claudio Bargena who's from Chile and Northern Ireland and now lives in the south of Ireland with his wife Laura Bargena who is from Northern Ireland, and you'll also hear my dulcet, dorset tones as well, no doubt, and my squawky laugh. But we've not edited it, it's just as it is, and I hope you find it really helpful, and um, kind of it sparks some thought. And if you're an aspiring church planter, or somebody who's already involved in church planting, I'm sure you'll love to hear, and you'll probably relate to a lot of what these guys say. So... Buckle up and let's hear the conversation. I didn't did plan these guys. <laughs> this is I was not notified. <laughs> I didn't invite you for Thank coffee so that you could just interview. I would be shocked if you supported, wouldn't it? So just tell me tell me that bit about when you when you came to Bondoran and you didn't have any friends, you didn't know anybody. That was profound that that little bit there. Just both of you, how are you doing it just now? If it sounds rubbish, I'll just won't use it. How do you want us to frame it? Oh, just start. Just start talking a bit like you did before about you You were in, where was it you were before? Nina, Nina, yeah. Nina, Nina. where's yeah. Nina? Nina's in Tipperary. Okay. It's an old market town there. And you planted a church there for we were there, 16 yeah, years? 16 years in Nina. Um, so, yeah, so, so, I mean, I think coming from Nina to the new place, it was, certainly it was humbling because, you know, you, suddenly all your involvement had stopped. You know, you were, you come from a place where you're busy in ministry and then busy too in the community, lots of connections, lots of friends. You walk up and down the street and, people, you know, you'd meet loads of people that you knew and greeted and so on. Mm. And then suddenly coming to a place like Bundoran where we were, where we knew nobody, um, and yeah, there was a and there was a loneliness with that as well. Mm-hmm. And you'd walk up the street and no one would greet you, or not not because they're ignorant, just just they don't know you. There's no trust. There's no history. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think too, I remember, I remember one day, and and times not only with the, I think I think the at times too, I found it very overwhelming too, thinking. Of, it's God really calling us to try and plant a church in this place, like because mm. it's just, it's just a massive task, and I think that got me down at times. But at the same time, I think it was good because it brought me to my knees and it realized like this is not I can't do this anyway. This is mm-hmm. God has to do this, so it's never going to happen anyway. Um, yeah. So that was helpful in many respects, and the the humbling was helpful. <laughs> we were Pain, saying today, from me, Claudio, that that if God 
called us to do something that we could do naturally by our own abilities, then what would be the point of that? It would just be like professional development, wouldn't it? Growing in yeah. our career, but he brings us into a situation we've got no yeah. answers for. Mm. Says right. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, yeah. And as she said, like we definitely there's a dose of stubbornness that we've uh, discovered. <laughs> but you were saying but, that you felt like loneliness and all that because you didn't have friends here oh for sure like because I mean all our friends and that we'd grown up through the mums and tots with mm-hmm. them all and yeah. that progressed into a coffee morning in the church because mm-hmm. they then had nowhere to go when the kids all were past that stage and then we ended up then having like supper club evenings together just to keep the friendship and that going and so to go from having all those friendships through the years and the kids all the same age to then move and right to somewhere completely different where you knew nobody. It was it was just really lonely mm-hmm. and isolating at times. It felt that way at times. But uh Yeah. And that's I don't like that. It's not me. You're a sociable like, person. Yeah, a sociable person. So it kinda killed me not yeah. knowing anybody as you walk up the street and not knowing the neighbour, not not even having neighbours because when we first moved up we were in the middle of nowhere. Wow. Until we did eventually get to know some of the neighbours down the lane and stuff. But uh, I was just in a, an estate where they were like right next door. So, yeah. But actually, God was good because the neighbours, uh, we bumped into the neighbours one time because the garden was overrun with sheep and I didn't know what to do with them being, <laughs> being a townie. I was like, had to let the dog out. We'd, we'd been there about a week or 10 days and the only person we ever saw was the postman. Oh, and wow. it got to the point where I think the postman was a bit scared because, like, any time we heard the, the van drive up the lane, we all oh, ran to the door. It's so a we, person! So we, yes. Yeah, it was totally, totally right. No. And eventually, the kids always got to the door before me, and so I never saw the postman. Eventually, I was like, after about eight or nine days, I was like... Nobody get the door. The postman's mine. <laughs> I just wanted to see a person, and then he was like, "I think God knew that we were getting a bit stir crazy at this point, and so he sent sheep to the garden." Yeah, and like I had walked way down the laneway and way up the laneway to see the neighbours, but they weren't. Nobody was in, and I thought, "There's nobody living in this place. We're in the middle of the mountains, in the middle of nowhere, and there's nobody here." Until there was sheep in the garden and I went knocking and there was nobody there. And I went knocking on the other house way down that there was nobody there. So I thought, right, I'll go all up the lane. And as I was going up the lane, there was a car driving down. So I was like waving them down. <laughs> and then she was like, stop the car. And she had like four kids in, in the car. And uh, I was like, I'm really sorry. I said, I know you don't know me. I said, we're new. We just moved into the house here. And she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, uh, it's just there's a load of sheep in the garden. <laughs> I said, and I need to let the dog out. And I just, I don't know what to do with the sheep. And she's like, I'll just shoo them away. And I was like, what do you mean just shoo them away? She's like, just go. You know, and, and I was get frightened of And I was like, I, I just don't think I can do that. I said, I just don't want them. And I said, if the farmer sees me going after his sheep, I said, I don't want them coming out. And she was dying laughing. And she was like, no, no, no. And she said, can you get out? That was the name of the two boys, obviously. And they off they, off they went, got rid of the sheep within a really? few minutes. But they oh, were like real so farmer boys. Funny. So it was so funny. Yeah, so the stick. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was funny because then Lachlan ended up, she said, oh, she said, 
we have the four boys here. She said, have you? I said, I have a young lad the same kind of age. She's like, oh, send them up when we get back. Oh, send them up. Uh, and then there was another further up uh, as well. And I just remember at one point, like later on that night, Lachlan had gone up because he was so excited to see somebody as well. Uh, <laughs> it was like me. I had gone up then to say to the guy, because it was the husband that was minding the kids, and I said, look, I said, I'll bring them back down if you want. He's like, no, not at all, not at all. He said, Elaine will be back later, sure. No bother, no bother. So I was like, fine. So he said, just call up, just call when you want them back. So I was like, right, right. So I went back. And about an hour or so later, I thought I should give him a shout. <laughs> so I stood, stood at the back door. I was like, lucky! <laughs> Shouting up the hillside. <laughs> it was like, it was so funny. And about five minutes later, Elaine shouts down, I'll send him down. <laughs> I was just like, this was Oh, like, brilliant. That's like, so funny. Oh, so you've started to connect with the neighbours. Yeah, and do you know what? And there are people I there. I actually was gutted when we actually eventually had to leave. And now I didn't think I would ever be able to survive in the middle of nah, nowhere. Because it, it was half an hour from London. And it was, it was, oh, okay. Because we, we couldn't get housing in the town that we right. were supposed yeah. to be. So now you're actually in Bundoran. Yeah. yeah. Tell yeah. us a little bit about Bundoran. <laughs> It's a seaside town. Seaside town, yeah. It's quite cute, but a bit kitschy. Yeah, quite cute, but a bit tacky. But beautiful as well. <laughs> Someone wants you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a, yeah, it I is, mean, we saw cracking. dolphin then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's after. No, it's a cracking. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's lots of things going for it. Like, it's crafty, it's arty, it's soft, soft town. But it is known for all its festivals as well. And a sure. seaside town, the, you know, the, there's the tacky sort of the... It's called amusements. And so do a lot of people just come and go and not really... Very seasonal. Yeah, seasonal kind of touristy town, yeah. Like, typical by-the-sea kind of town, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. A lot of people from Fermanagh. Yeah. <laughs> In people. their caravans. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of people from the north and that. But no, but it's, I mean, it's, it's a vibrant place in the summer, but it's... And actually, the locals love it in the winter. Yeah, because it's, it's quiet. Yeah. They, we like Weymouth. And you can park yeah. anywhere for free. Yeah. 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 Which you can't do in my town. Yeah. It's, it's just strictly forbidden in our town yeah. to yeah. give everything, anything away. Yeah, yeah. So how do you go about then just coming in? So you're from the south already. Yeah. And you're from Scotland. Glasgow. Glasgow. Mm. City. Just city. How do you go about... Yeah. Yeah, it all makes sense. How does a Glaswegian and an Irishman go about winning the heart of a community for Jesus when they really have other things on their mind? Well, that's that's a a good question, isn't it? I think Um, it's loving them like Jesus. Come on. And just like, I find just making time and spending time with people. Because these days, everybody's so busy. Yeah. But actually, for me anyway, friendship and relationship is one of the most important things. And I just think Jesus spent time with people and it opens up so many opportunities, not necessarily right away. And it might not be for a good while before you finally get to having any meaningful conversation. But I think just spending time with people and loving them Mm. for who they are. And Mm -hmm. enjoying them. And enjoying them, yeah. Yeah. Is is a huge thing. Yeah. I think another thing we, we've been struck lately, we've started to get invited to lots of things. That's nice. I was at a stag do recently. We were at the, the wedding for the same couple, the 21st last weekend. But we're starting to get invited to lots of into people's lives. And 
which from five years ago when we first came here and didn't know anybody, it's just, Mm. it's been really encouraging for us to see that Mm. we are being accepted and, you know, and we are kind of. And I mean, uh, uh, yeah, so those, those are, yeah, those are, you have to take the encouragements encouragements and and hold on to them when you can find them. Indeed. Those things. And do you find God sets you up with particular people and you think, ah, I know now this is a divine appointment. This is, been God's kind of like brought us together for mm. on this day for us to have this conversation. I feel like yeah, you know, those moments. Yeah, and I think they're much more significant than when I have appointments where I try and manipulate a conversation. <laughs> myself. Yeah, that's hopeless, isn't it? <laughs> you know, yeah. It feels so, it feels so, so tacky, doesn't it? It's, it's so like, awkward. Oh, and, listen to yourself. And contrived. Listen to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I do it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, shut up. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, no, most definitely, and, and we've and we've seen, and I think too, the links with the children are so important too. And we can see, there's a couple of families, particularly through uh, one of our sons that God has brought really close bonds. Yeah. And one of those women has come into the last few meetings, which is really Brilliant. exciting. So good. But it's but it's probably some shared life experience that has brought her along that path because. It's, I think what struck me over the years is the gospel message is not just a message in a bottle. It's a, it's a message that's intertwined with the messenger. Beautiful. It is the messenger, isn't it? Is it so much? The message, yeah. the way we are can, and the way we articulate or express the message, we can undermine the message or we can validate it. Yeah. If you think of someone like Hosea... Yeah. He's the messenger, but he's the message, isn't he? His yeah. life is the yeah. message. It's yeah. like, look at me. Yeah. The Apostle yeah. Paul, he says, yeah. look at me. Look at you. Yeah. Consider the outcome of your leaders' lives yeah. and yeah. imitate their yeah. faith. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, Paul said, I think I love Thessalonians, where he said, he, he, I shared the gospel with you, but I shared, we shared our lives with you. Come on. And the two go yeah. together, and I think Perfect. that's where the power is. And I think, and like yeah. that, by no means are we perfect. We absolutely make mistakes and we get it wrong at times. And I do find it's myself praying most. Yourself, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I, I do find myself often praying in the morning. Forgive me if I let you down. You know what yeah. I mean. But like, help me to be mindful of you in all that I say and do because it is. It's everything you say and do. It's people are watching when they know there's something different. They mm. want. They want to know. Do you back it up with how you live? And we're bound to make mistakes because we are human. Our kids are not perfect. They make mistakes as well. You yeah. know what I mean. And it's it's, but it's I think often as well some great opportunities come when you can actually admit that you made a mistake Absolutely and you go impossible. and you you make it right and you apologize and you're yeah. not beyond that. Because our culture doesn't do that. Mm. One of my daughters said to me the other day, where it's Father's Day, and she, they um, someone said, oh what do you most appreciate about Dad? Which is always like ah, and <laughs> she said. Um, do you know what I most appreciate, I think, is when you got something wrong, but you would quickly apologise to us all as a family and mm. say, listen, I was wrong. Mm. I'm really sorry. And she said that has just stayed with me. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about so your children. So when you become a church planting couple you're a church planting if you've got kids you're a church planting mm. family aren't you and well, that's to, why we mm. had four we had to grow our own church <laughs> yeah well same with us we got four <laughs> it's a good it's a good strategy <laughs> so you hike them out of their nice life own. in wherever it was 
yeah, and yeah. drag him across to the godforsaken nowhere. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> How did yeah. that go down? Yeah. Didn't go down too well. No, not initially, no. And and you do feel guilty. Mm. Right. Know, as a couple, you do wonder, have I... You know, there's part of you think... How did you have pitch I, it to them? Have, have, we, have we laying them at the altar of our... Oh, yeah. planting? Wow. You know, you know, you kind of... You know, all that goes through your mind. Um, How did you... And yet we really felt it was right that we moved on, but... Uh, well, we just... Yeah. I mean, we did kind of... We kind of put it to them... Look, we've a new adventure, She's you know, <laughs> trying to make it exciting. Yeah. A new adventure, there's new things coming, you know. And, uh, and you know how we've, we've always told you that the best place to be is where, where God leads you and where God wants you to be. Well, now we feel that that's not so much temporary anymore, but <laughs> we're going to go and have a look oh, in Donegal. <laughs> and we had to, we've been, uh, we've been encouraged by my boss to go up. Camping in Ballyshannon for a week. Camping in Camping. this weather. In, 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 in the lakeside. Yeah. Which is... It was really bad advice. Like a yes. winter. <laughs> it was. And only for we were to meet with them on the, the Thursday, Thursday, we would have been gone on the Tuesday. Because <laughs> we the weather was up on so Saturday real. and it was lashing rain and wind. Oh, man. And that place is like a wind trap. Like yeah. the wind just rattles through that place. And the... Yeah, yeah the tent, it was not. No, yeah. my. And, and when we told the kids, like we drove first, I thought. We drove to Because initially we thought maybe Ballyshannon would be the better place to actually like live because it wasn't right on the seaside and you know that'd mm-hmm. be a little bit out of okay. all the kind of tourism yeah. side of things and all the. But like we drove up and we were, I was like all positive. I was like, right. I said, come on, we'll have a look. We'll have the schools and. We'll find a coffee shop and we'll have hot chocolate or, you know, all this kind of thing. We drove drove up through one road and down the other road in Barry Shannon. That's it. That's it. All the chocolate. Even even we thought there was more. (laughs) And the kids were saying, like, is that it? No, but as we drove up, as we drove up, the lads were like, forget it. This place place is a dump. I'm not living here. And we're like, we'll find a coffee shop. We'll have hot chocolate. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking hot chocolate. Keep positive. And they're like, forget it. I'm not moving here. So anyway, we're like, lads, calm down. We've not seen the place yet. So we drove around to the top. And I was still trying to be nice. I was like, we got out the car. I'm like, right, come on. They were not forgetting out the car. I was like, come on, we'll go and explore. And they're like... Forget it, we're not moving here. We are not moving here. Get out the car now! <laughs> Saxon comes out when she gets out. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, so that was the, uh, well. the initial. It, it went well. So, and in between time, my mum texts and she says, Well, how's it going? I was like, Well, they're not quite enamoured by Banshee. inside yet. Yeah, well, you better start praying that Bundorn looks a bit brighter. I think we went for the hot chocolate too, and they ran out of milk and stuff. They had oh, send someone to the shop a couple of no, uh, no, for the cream. We didn't have cream, and it's usually like, see, I bet this place doesn't even have cream. And it's like, do you have cream and marshmallows? Yes, yes. And obviously, Wait, bless it just her. goes milk the sheep. Yeah, obviously she didn't. And like we all sat down, and like too much, we were the only people in this place because there was not a sinner around the town. It's it not, was it's empty not, it's not in business on a Saturday anymore. morning. Yeah. Wow. So, oh, wow. so there was nobody around. There was half the shops were boarded up. It was up. August. And she ran off. Oh my goodness. And he said, see, I told you she didn't have any cream. And I said, well, you know what? I said, at least she's gone to get it for you. And she <laughs> came back five time. minutes later. 
Mm. Oh, so anyway, so yeah, it didn't go so well. They didn't love it. <laughs> but did they like Bundoran? Well, as they, as we were driving, because we hadn't told them that Bundoran <clears throat> was by the sea. We didn't ah. tell them it was a beach because we didn't want to colour their view of Ballyshannon. Mm. So, <laughs> so <laughs> as we drove into Bundoran, all they could see was KFC. And they saw the big oh, sign and they're like, helpful. this place has KFC, it's better already. <laughs> it's like, oh, thank the Lord for KFC. I was like, I'm so <laughs> chocolate and yeah, but KFC. But KFC oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I love it. Oh, it's so brilliant. God works in mysterious ways. Oh, in KFC. Yeah. Well, you see, because in Nina, like Nina is a much bigger town than Bundorn, but there's no Supermax, no McDonald's, no KFC, nothing. Like the nearest McDonald's was a half hour trip away. In fact, I remember traveling two hours from the, with the youth club one night for a youth trip to McDonald's. That's how exciting, was, how rare it was. That was how, trip. It was yeah. actually exciting. Oh, okay. It was a once a year oh, trip. <laughs> we have our own KFC. Sunday school outing to yeah. McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's how it's yeah. Wow. So KFC was huge excitement. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, but you like it, it was tough for them too when we look back like yeah. for yeah. the move in fairness you know the like adjusting Absolutely. in school and and there's parts of us not that we regret but yeah parts of that was tough <laughs> yeah and um, like Owen really struggled that first year he didn't feel in school and he hated going in yeah it's miserable because they didn't it? make much an effort with him either you know they weren't great well mm. just when you're not when you've never moved away before to the, and started somewhere, you no you wouldn't knows. know how somebody else would feel, you know, and they'd, everybody else had grown up here and stuff. And mm-hmm. so, and he was so shy and quiet as well. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. going to make the first move, you know. So he did really struggle. So we did, we really prayed and we had a, a number of people praying that he would just meet one special friend that would turn mm-hmm. up things around for him. And the next year, when he moved into the following year, um, we were really praying. And in our minds, we'd thought... If he's struggling as severely as he was the year before, we'll take him out and we'll just let him start an apprenticeship or something to... But like that, God did bring that one special friend. Um, nice. He had skipped TY, oh. which meant then he skipped a year and moved into Owen's year. And uh, the two of them have been... They yeah. loved woodwork, they love surfing, and they've been best buddies since then. Yes. And what a turnaround Brilliant. that was. Yeah, good. And yeah, God, John, John. And it's his mother that's coming to church now. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. so just, uh, I mean, like now you've come through COVID, you're back on, you're meeting together again as a church, mm-hmm. and and it, uh, are things starting to? Are you feeling like this, the dough's starting to stick together a bit, and you're actually getting something you can make a cookie out of, or <laughs> whatever? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 a few people coming out of the woodwork, isn't there now, that have interest. And yeah, whether they stick to the door is another question mm-hmm. to watch this space. But God knows, yeah. and like I was, I was speaking on Revelation one last Sunday, and I, I loved, I was really encouraged. Even by that section, he says Jesus talks talks about like Jesus in amongst the, the seven lampstands. Yeah, and there's that sense he was in the high priestly robe. It's that sense that he's it's that image from the old the temple where he's the the priest sort of you know cut the wick and. Mm-hmm keep the candlestick burning and there's that image almost there, there and of the now instead of just one candlestick it's the seven churches spread out representing all the churches of mm. God around the world that his pre he's present in the middle of it and he's tending to it and he's keeping he's keeping the candles burning brightly. Mm. And it's that's his role. That's his job. And wow. we've got I've got a lot of trust in that. Yeah. But that's not yet 
and sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. <laughs> but I remember as well at the very <clears> beginning, because when you first move somewhere and you don't know anybody, it's just, it is, it's really lonely and that, and I remember at the beginning praying, I mean, because the scenery is stunning, like it is, mm -hmm. it has yeah. got some beautiful parts to it, and I remember just praying and thinking, you know, help me to love it here. Help yeah. me to like it here. Help me to want to be here, kind yeah, of thing. And just actually seeing over the years, because it, it kind of happens and you don't realise it. And it's only yeah. like that recently, mm. realising that I've gone from like praying, help me to want to be here and help mm. me to love it here, to actually praying for specific, lots of different specific situations that I yeah. know about and specific people. Wow. And it's just, it's nice to Your see that. It, yeah, my heart's mm. changed as well. Wow. It's not just for the town, yeah. but it's for the people in it as well. well even, even we went back to where we were recently, close to where we were in Limerick recently. Only half an hour from Nina, but driving back up the road, we were both commenting to each other. You know, we do love it here. Yeah. Love it, so good. Well, and we wouldn't good. want to go. No, we love that time in Nina too. But yeah. we can't ever see ourselves going back there. Yeah, this is home now. You know. It's really interesting from yeah. what you were saying, Claudia earlier. You were saying you don't even think of yourself as from Chile anymore. You think of yourself mm. as from here, which is mm. amazing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you are still <laughs> Chilean. You sound like one, but oh, <laughs> I've been actually told that I have a little Chilean bit of a Donegal accent. I've coming. been told that I have it's a Belfast accent, and I've been told that I have a Donegal accent. It's a bit of both. It's yeah. a bit of a mongrel. Exotic yeah. kind of Donegal yeah. accent. Yeah. 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 No, I think one of my one of my um, kind of earliest inspirations for Mission was Hudson Taylor. Yeah. Who like. Had made it his goal to just be as local as possible, dress like the Chinese, mm -hmm. um, learn yeah. the language, and just yeah. like look like one of them, mm -hmm. um, and live among them. But like really, truly live among them, not as an outsider, but as a, a, you know, trying to become like one of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and I, I've always liked that. So like I've always tried to do that, and I think that's kind of what leads leads me to a couple of years after being here, just feeling like yeah, this is home. You know, wow, um, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because actually, around this table, we've got one, two, three, four, five different nations, and there's five people, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> cool, huh? But yeah, yeah, that's right. Wow, thank you guys. Yeah. We're gonna pray nice for you, nice to meet you guys as well. We're gonna pray for you. I'm gonna finish off this, but I'd love to pray for you. Get the Habakkuk reference. Did you get the... What was the one in Habakkuk? Yeah, no, just the one thing that I think has really inspired me in my prayers for the town is the... Bundoran is known, I think I was saying, Bundoran is known for all sorts of things. It's been known with filled with... filled with that sort of festival atmosphere, yeah. you know, coming here, letting your hair down, and, and all the excesses that go with that. And a lot of it's... Some of it's good, but some of it's very negative. And... Mm -hmm. and and I remember reading that we were we were we were there, in this particular car park looking out to sea, mm -hmm. and obviously we watched the tide come in and out and in and out. And I came across that first. I was reading Habakkuk, and it just in Habakkuk two fourteen. It just said, "For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea." Come on. And it's just that sense of, you know, we've we watched. You've seen the tide, you know, go out and the sea comes in and it fills every crevice, every nook and cranny. Everything's flooded. And you're going, that's, that's become my prayer for the town, that it would be that known 
is beautiful here yeah. for those things instead knowing that it'd be a place where people can find the knowledge of the glory of the Lord come on yeah fantastic so thank you so way, much away from that yet. thank you <laughs> well you're on a journey come on yeah. awesome I am super excited to be able to recommend to you my book, The Christing. It's a whole adventure of digging deep into the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, exploring stories that may be familiar to us, but just seeing how the power and the beautiful, rich treasure of the Holy Spirit is there on every single page. And my desire as I share my own stories is that we would get caught up in that adventure together of a life pursuing the supernatural God where anything becomes possible when we're full of his Holy Spirit. And so my prayer for you as you read this book is that you'll get excited to embark on your own voyage of discovery with him but more than anything else, that you would fall more in love with Jesus. So please, if you have not got a copy, do buy one. You can get it online on all the major um, online bookstores, including Amazon, Eden and others. You can buy it from Christian bookshops. And, or you can message me and get your own signed copy. There you go. But do like it and review it because that really, really does help. Thank you so much.